Guys, Happy New Year. We are officially into 2022. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in today. I appreciate you guys. Um, hopefully, the number of people listening in will rise just as COVID is right now, dude. Oh my God. This whole COVID thing, I'm just so over it right now. Um, I don't know about you guys, but this COVID thing has it's got to stop, man. Uh, right now, I, I mean, I live here in San Antonio. And Texas right now is just, it's getting pretty bad, especially here in Bear County. Um, the numbers are just getting ridiculous right now, how many people are testing positive. Um, it's just impacted so many people's lives. It's impacted so many people in so many different ways. Some people lost loved ones. I mean, I lost some loved ones. I have friends who lost their moms or dads. Um, dude, it's just crazy. I'm just so over it. And I know people are too, but at the same token, I think people forgot that there was a virus out here. Um, cause I mean, we started living like if it wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even here anymore. And dude, I mean, you have to think about it, right? I mean, the, this, this whole COVID-19 thing and the other variant or whatever the heck it's called. Dude, there's so many names for it, dude. It's just so dumb. Um, this variant and th these diseases, I guess you can say, I don't know, diseases are just, I, we're just going to call them diseases, right? They're just lingering around and people forgot about them. They're just, they're lingering around. So everyone forgot about them. They're just like when you cook out on a Saturday, you make some chicken, some carne and people are over and there's some leftovers and, you know, you say, hey, guardalo para mañana, a recalentar, you know, oh, okay, okay. You put it in the fridge, you forget about it on Sunday. So then come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you come in after work and man, something stinks in here. There's like a smell just lingering around the house. And you start going, puro CSI, puro FBI, vamonos pa acá. You open the cabinets, you open up the dressers, you open up, you go check your room. A ver si dejaste unos calcetines. And you start checking everywhere to find where that lingering stench is at. Right. Well, that's the way COVID is. It's just it was it's still lingering around and people were trying to just ignoring it because I mean, some of us, especially Mexicanos, we just, nah, but we'll figure it out. We'll look, we'll look for it. We'll find it. You forget about the smell. But look, this is what I mean. It's a lingering. It's a lingering stench. You get so used to the stench when you're in the house. You just you're just chilling in the house and you, you forget that that stench is there. Until <laughs> until you leave and then you come back. You're like, where's that smell coming from? That's the way COVID is. You get so used to it, you're like, man, you forget about it. It's still there. It's lingering around. But then you decide to start doing what you do. You forget about it. And luego se te pega. <gasps> oh, my God. Where's Oh, my God. Lo siento. Yeah, it's the same thing, man. <laughs> just, guys, just be careful out there. Just be safe. Um... I can't tell you to get vaccinated. I can't tell you to do all those things. I'm fully vaccinated. Um, and I don't want to go in too deep with that because people have many differences on that. And uh, everybody's differences are what they are, right? And um, I mean, it is what it is. And I I mean, I totally respect your decision. And I would hope you respect mine and respect others. Um, it's just I don't like the fact that they so, I mean... That they're just like nailing you on the head about getting vaccinated. Yeah, you can tell people to get vaccinated, but dude, I mean, you don't have to like, I mean, every time you go on TV, 
or even like radio commercials now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there's like a, a um, on the radio I was listening the other day, there's like a huge, like it's like way off. There's like a huge mattress place um, company and they, they started doing promotions for like the new year. And then they, of course, you know, we recommend you to get vaccinated. You don't have to throw that in there. Everyone knows that. It's just everybody up to everyone's decision, man. It's, I don't know, man. I'm just so over it. And I'm so over this conversation. I don't want to talk about it. I, I know you guys know about it. I just needed to speak that out and just get that off my mind. And, you know, it's, this is just getting crazy. But, um, I don't, man, I don't even want to talk. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it, man. It's just getting so crazy. Just be careful out there. Be safe. And just know. Everything that you do, you know, it'll not, it's not just going to affect you, if I can put it that way. You know, don't be selfish. Think about your family, your loved ones, your kids, your wife, your daughter, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your brothers and sisters. Think about everybody, man. And think about where you're at, the environment that you're in, and what you can do. And don't be like some people here. I know I said I was going to stop talking, but I was here at the Walmart here by my house. And uh, I live on the south side of, of San Antonio. And, um, Everybody thinks Southside is a ghetto. Is part no, it's not. It's not ghetto. It really is not. It's super nice. Um, but the thing is, is that I think what makes people say that are the people that live on the South Side. There's some people that I mean, believe me. There's some nice houses out here on the South Side that you you're gonna be like, what the heck? What's that doing over here? It's a nice place. It's just some of the people that are here. The other day where I I was at Walmart right, and I'm waiting in line, and I can clearly see the lady behind me she's with her kid she has no mask on right and uh i mean i've been wearing my mask now lately since the numbers have been rising just to have that extra precaution you know and um she's there she's clearly there she's there waiting with her kid and uh i mean just out of her i mean like in front of her and how do you what do you think everyone did everyone just looked around oh grandes looked like they looked right at her like uh it's okay, it's okay. No más son alergias. Oh, okay. Don't do that right there. Come on, man. You're going to make everybody, like, run and get scared. I mean, nobody ran, but the thing is, is that as soon as she coughed, everyone's head was, whoom. They just looked right back at her. Don't be that person, please. Don't be that person. If you're going to cough, you know, do it like they say, you know, get get put it on your shirt or your elbow and you know, you know what I mean, just away from the people, but enough of that, um, I want to give a shout out to somebody, and uh, again, guys, follow me on Instagram, Gilbert underscore De Loco, shoot me a message, let me know what kind of topics you want to be heard on here, or something you've never heard, or something you want to hear more about, um, shout out to the Trejo family, shout out to Evan, um, Evan has requested for me to talk about my childhood, so that's what we're going to do, um, now, my childhood, I don't know if it's just like anyone else's, but born and raised here in San Antonio, Texas, um, I am, everyone gets upset, right, but I'm not, We I have people, you know, family members that live in Mexico and Monterrey and all that stuff, and so I can't, people will get mad with me sometimes, and they're like, you're not Hispanic, you're Mexican, you're Mexican-American, so, okay, I'm Mexican-American, then whatever, but, um, Yes, I grew up here in San Antonio all my entire life. I've never lived anywhere else. Um, I grew up in the church. I continue to go to church, like most of you know. 
And uh, I basically, I, I grew up, I had a pretty good childhood. Um, and if you know me right now, and if you grew up with me, uh, you know that um, I was a very, very travieso kid, like super, <laughs> super travieso kid. Um, not as, oh man, sorry, not as travieso as um, my brother Josh. He was like the one that you had to like keep your eye on, but I was still the type that my parents had to kind of like buckle me down a little bit and just tell me, yeah, 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 no, don't be acting that way. That's my childhood. I mean, my childhood growing up, I mean, I grew up in the 90s. I'm a 90s kid. Um, and literally just the other day, me and my wife was sitting there. And uh, I don't know if you guys have that app, Tubi. Tubi right now has like all the 90s kids cartoons, TV shows right now that you can think of. I'm, I'm talking about like we're watching Hey Arnold. We're watching Clifford. We're watching Barney. We're watching Dragon Tales, Rocket Power. We're watching all those things. Um. The only one that's not on there that I that I loved the most that was my favorite. My wife was laughing because I was seeing the actual um song was uh Arthur. I don't know if you guys have seen that Arthur. Hey, what a wonderful time to play. Dude, that that jam, dude, the way that that I mean back in the day I would jam out to it as a kid. But now, I mean, I'm a musician as well. Um, and listening to it now, I'm like, dang man, that's got a little <laughs> that's got a little groove into it. Um, but I grew up in the 90s. I'm a 90s kid. And uh, anything 90s fanatic, man, I love, I love those things. But um, yeah, man, my childhood was pretty, pretty basic. It wasn't fancy. I mean, I mean, we just grew up in a mansion and uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. We didn't grow up in no mansion. Um, I mean, we grew up like a regular San Antonio person, I guess, or a Mexican kid. I mean, like I said, I grew up in the church. We had a, I mean, I have my, my, my parents, I have my, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a brother of four. So I have four brothers, right? It's me, my brother, Josh, my brother, Gil, and my brother, Heidel. Heidel's a baby, right? And then my mom and my dad. Um, So four people, four boys, and then two adults. Um, Dude, growing up was so fun, Um, especially when we were younger. We used to live in the backside where my abuelita lives right now. And uh, I'm not going to put where she lives because then all of you are going to go. And just so most of you know, my entire family, I mean, not my entire family, but my father's side of the family, my dad's side of the family, they grew up in the church as well. And my my abuelita, she's a pastora. My abuelito was a, a, a pastor. He was a pastor. Uh, Gilberto Constante de la Rosa, he was a pastor. Um, there in Pearsall, Texas, Templo Alabanza Nueva. And, um, bro, it's um, Templo Alabanza Nueva. Templo Alabanza. Um <laughs> but uh my abuelita was uh and she is a pastor she's a pastora and my uncle israel he's a pastor as well and um i mean we grew up in the church so i mean but when we were smaller we 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 lived in the back apartment of my abuelita's house that it is right now and that is where my uncle lives now um but we grew up there and it was like the best that you can think of um they had so in that apartment my abuelito there was like a wall that was there right and um he literally, since we were born, since he found out, well, when he found out that we were born and uh, my parents, you know, they were, you know, of course, like any other parent, you struggle, you do all those things. Um, he told him, hey, you just live with us or whatever. Well, when, so we started growing and we started to be able to, get to to walk around, run around. and I, Well, he had the bright idea to knock down the wall barrier from my parents' room. So it was like, just, just think about it. It's my parents' wall, right? And right there, there's... It's just a wall. So what he did, he had the bright idea to knock it down, 
make a door. And then in the, then it goes into another room. And that room that was on the other side, that's where my uncle Israel stayed. That was his room. And um, so he made a door for us. And uh, well, that's what I think he did. I mean, I was a kid. I don't know. I still don't know to this day. He probably did. But there was a door that led from my parents' room to my uncle's room. And then my uncle's room had another door to go to my abuelita's. Now you're in her house. And then now you're in her room. Uh, so growing up was awesome, man. I mean, we grew up in that house. Um, and it was so fun because, you know, you already know how grandparents are, man. I mean, until this day, you have grandparents that you're, you're like, man, how come you didn't do that for me? I mean, I'm in your own and I'm your kid. Okay, man. And I mean, believe me, we had so many funny, funny, funny things happen in that house. <laughs> There's one occasion that we had and uh, I think I was maybe like five or six. And uh, when my mom had some errands she had to do, she would tell my abuelito, hey, you know, dad, can you watch? Uh, you know, I'll watch him. Well, my abuelito, I would go from my house, run to the run from the front door and I would run. And go to the other side with my abuelito and I would sit there with him. And again, he's a pastor. So he would be studying or he would just be in the kitchen uh, cleaning. And um, if not, he would be outside in the front yard with his khaki pants, white shirt, watering his his uh, roses in the front. Watering his, um, what are those plants called? Elephant ear plants. Just watering those things. In the It could be midday and he's there, out there with his loafers on. Um, but anyways, I remember one time... <laughs> I went over there, right, and it was me, it was all three of us, because my, my brother, Heidel, wasn't uh, born yet, so Gil was born, so it was me and my brother Josh, we were outside playing, and uh, I was there with my abuelito, and we left Gil by himself in the house, but of course, we're brothers, well, we'll just leave the door open, we left it open, right, well, Gil had the mala mania, if you don't know what mala mania is, he had the bad habit of getting the Nesquik, and uh, just pouring it out. And I mean, some my parents would catch him and he wouldn't be able to pour out the whole thing. Or he would just eat it like that. Well, this one occasion, we were running back and forth and Josh was doing his travesuras, climbing up the tree. And I was over here. So now my abuelita said, Joshua, Joshua, bájate, vente, vente para acá. And then he told me, where, donde está Gil? Where's Gil? And, uh, oh, my mom was actually there. Yes, she was there. And uh, my mom actually has the video because my mom started recording when she started hearing noises and she zooms in and Gil, my little, my brother Gil has the Nesquik and just picks it up, pours it over himself. Boom. Nesquik all over his body. And he's sitting down, right? He's sitting down. So when you would open the door, this is the way the apartment worked. You open that door to our, to our apartment and right there, as soon as you open it, that was our room. We had two bunk beds and Gil was just sitting there. Just, I mean showering himself <laughs> with Nesquik and uh then my abuelito walked in from the other side of the house you know that doorway that he made walked in there and uh oh no wait a minute no he didn't walk in through there no I went inside I wasn't inside my abuelito walked in there and he goes oh my god so when he's there he's there and he's standing there he closes the door and uh, I don't know if you, you do that, right? But Or your little brother. But Gil, as soon as I opened the door, I'm like, oh, my God, Gil. And my abuelito's asking him, who did it? Who did it? And Gil's pointing at me. And I'm like, what? I didn't do it. 
how they do it? Basic six six year old mentality. They're like, nah, 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 nah. This guy ain't gonna blame me for that. He ain't gonna blame me for that. <laughs> but man, I I had a, like a really really good childhood in that house, and I think the most fun that I had growing up, even into my younger days, was in my house that I had here uh, with my parents when we moved from my Wilita's house, and my dad had bought us a brand new house. On the south side by uh, Palo Alto College. It's a very popular school here in, in San Antonio. And uh, college, I'm sorry, not school, college. And uh, he moved us to that side of town. And that side was growing still. It wasn't big yet. So he moved us there. And uh, we moved from like a little 400, like a little 400 square foot little apartment. No, wait, like 500, I want to say, like 500 square foot apartment. And uh, he bought us his house. And this house wasn't that much bigger. It was like maybe like 980 square feet, maybe the most. You know, I'm not a contratista. I'm not a, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a construction worker, but um, I don't make the house. Um, but <laughs> literally in that house, we had so many things. And I think the one thing that was, it really wasn't funny, but it was one of the most craziest things um, that we could do that made my parents really, really upset with me and my brothers. Um, and it was actually on New Year's. It was a new, no, yeah, New Year's. So on this New Year's, we were decided, you know, everybody in San Antonio, we always go through that dry spout, right? And you can't buy fireworks at the air. You can thank it. We catch you. We're going to give you a ticket and get, find me. Orle, find me. Find me. See if you're going to give me a ticket. Find me. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, it was us and my neighbor that lived down the street who had his son Christian and and in um, my that was my dad's friend from high school, Oscar. And uh, we just they decided the dads decided, you know what, we're just gonna pop the fireworks right here, right in the front of the street. Okay, cool. Well, we started popping the fireworks, and it wasn't just us. Everybody in that neighborhood was popping fireworks. And you know when the bro, I miss. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Sorry, I don't know if it's just me. But growing up, there's so many situations that are like so different now compared to how they were then. But you knew New Year's was going good when you couldn't even see in front of you. The street was just full of smoke from the cuetes, like full of smoke. Like the whole street is full of smoke. You can't even see. It looks like fog and it's not even fog. It's just smoke from you popping fireworks illegally. <laughs> but anyways, we're popping them. And, uh, you know, fire truck, fire truck pulls up, puts his siren on. And uh, right away, any Mexican parents, hide the bags, hide the bags. You're going to hide the bags, but it's freaking smoky all over the place. <laughs> and then, and my dad, <laughs> thinking about it now, right? My dad and, and the neighbor, Oscar, are like, oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. And they're like, are you guys popping fireworks? And they're there waving their hands like, no, sir, we're not. They're, and they and my, and my dad talks a lot with his hands. And I do the, I do the same thing. My brothers do the same thing. Um. But he talks way more with his hands. Like, he moves his hands motionally. He's like, no, sir, there's nobody here. While he's moving his hand, he's got that pump to to light up the, the fireworks. Really, sir? They're like, don't do it again or whatever. We're going around. Okay, cool. Well, my dad goes inside. And uh, now my neighbor, the neighbor says, you know what? Let's just go home and, you know, we'll do it over there in the backyard. Okay, whatever. Well, me and my brother Josh, did, my dad left my brother, me and my brother Josh outside. So, you, you already know what went down. Um. So what we did is uh, they don't make them anymore. And they're those little uh, rocket chasers. And they still make them, but they don't make them the same. You know, you put them on the ground and they, 
ah, and they'll pop right at the very end. Well, now you just, now the new ones, they're like 50 bucks for a little thing. And as soon as you put on there, yep, it's it already popped. <laughs> well, anyways, we, we had the, we had the bright idea to, um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the monitor. Um, we had the bright idea to, uh, get like a whole bundle of them. Right. So, I mean, maybe there was like, maybe like five or six of them that were there. And my brother Josh is probably going to remember. We had those. We bundled them up, right? And in front of my house was, uh, we called her, uh, her name was Terry, right? We called her Miss Terry. And uh, she had this old little Ford car in the front. And her husband had the bad habit of uh, leaving the windows halfway down. So you already know where this is going to go. So we we had the bright idea to connect all the fuses together. And then we, we got this fuse link, right? It's just a, a fuse. We tied that together and we said, you know what? Whenever it's going to get there, we'll just, I mean, we'll launch it up in the air and see how far to go. Um, So, so Josh is lighting it up. As he's lighting it up, we grab it, right? We grab that thing. I grab it. Yeah, bear in mind, I grab it. That's, <laughs> I had to do the things. So I grabbed it. Right when it's about to get to all of those fuses there. It just starts going downhill because now you have one that's that's getting lit faster than the other one. So I just threw it like I just uh, like any kid would uh, just chunked it in front of me. Well, the way I chunked it in front of me was so perfect. Slit right through that window of my, the neighbor's car. Me and my brother, Josh, uh, we looked at each other. Uh, we booked it to the backyard and boom, you just heard the car. Started popping inside. Smoke was coming out of there. Well, that seat in the front caught fire in the front. So we didn't know that because, I mean, we're traviesas. We ran to the back like, oh, we, we, we didn't do that. We were we were back here the whole entire, entire time. Well, when we go back to see if anyone saw, we didn't. But we saw little flames coming from the seat. So me and my brother, we um we had this little bucket and we filled it up with water. We just threw it in there. Boom, and then we went inside. And you already know. Parents already know. We, we walked inside, you know. Eyes wide open and just looking at each other. My dad's like, what's going on? What Y'all okay? Yeah, we're okay. We're okay. Well, the next morning, Miss Terry's, she's going to go to her family's house because it's New Year's Day now. So she's going to go to her family's house, her side of the family's house. But she goes to my house in the morning. This is like at 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. You just hear the, the, the door knocking. My dad and she's hello, Terry. Hey, Gilbert. Uh... I want to show you something. I don't know if you know if you saw this. And my, right away, my dad, let me let, let me uh, let me let me put some pants on. Let me go check. So he goes and puts the pants on, and my mom's laying there. Oh, we're not laying there. She's already getting dressed because um, usually we go to my abuelita's house for New Year's Day, and we eat we eat leftovers like any Mexican family would do. We eat leftovers from the night before, and we just heat it up, and it tastes so good. Um, so she was getting ready, right? And my mom's like, "What's going on?" My dad goes, I don't know, Terry, uh, she said uh, something about the car, you can say, okay. My mom knew, I mean, dude, this is so crazy how moms have like that sense. So my mom's getting dressed and she hears a door knocking and my mom's putting her earrings on. Boys? We're like, yeah, mom, what's going on? You need to get up already and start getting ready. Oh, okay. Well, we start getting ready. And she goes, guys, do y'all know what happened in Miss Terry's car? Complete silence. Josh looks at me. I look at my brother Josh, and we're like, "Um, no." <laughs> she goes, "Are y'all sure?" Because 
Y'all were the only ones that were out there. There was nobody else. Christian wasn't there. He went back home. So who was who? I mean, we're like, mom, I don't know, mom. I mean, probably somebody was driving by and they did something, mom. I don't know. Well, they knew. They knew it was us. Let me tell you why. We're kids, right? We left the evidence all there. We left the bags in the front. We left them in the front. Nobody grabbed them. They were written. So it was our neighbor's house and our house. And there was a fence. And there was like a little electrical box in the ground. Um, so what we did is we left the bags there. And when you open the bag, there's more of those chasers. So when she opened the car, there's, you know, how they look exploded. You can still see the color on them, right? But they're exploded. So my dad grabs one. Comes inside and he tells me, hey, is this y'all's? Uh, no. Come here. Both of you. Come here. And we go outside. And at nighttime, you don't, it doesn't look bad, right? So you think like, oh, okay, I'm off the hook. The whole, <laughs> the whole seat. And look, the seats, I mean, I was, I, I mean, at night you can't tell. But during the day when you, when you see the car inside, like that car was like a cream color, like a brown, tannish color. That whole seat was black. Big old hole on the seat. And the dry and the the, the steering wheel was all black. And the, you couldn't even see the Ford emblem on there. That's how bad that thing blew up in there. So my dad goes, Do y'all know what this is? Or no? We're like, nah, we I mean, nah, man. We never we never seen that, man. <laughs> it's like if my dad, I mean, it's like if a cop was asking a like, is this your drugs? Nah, man, I shh. Hey man, somebody put it in my pocket. <laughs> it's the same thing with the with the with the fireworks. We're like, nah, that's not mine. Well, my dad gets it back. He goes, Who, so who's is this? We're like, ah, oh. like any kid would. Nah, man, that's Christians, man. That ain't our bag, man. He took our bag. So now they call the neighbor. Chris goes, nah, I got nah. He's like, nah, Christian has his bag here. He goes, the reason why I know that's his bag is because I put a sticker on it because I knew I was gonna be there with y'all. Right away, my dad goes, oh, when you ever hear dad, when, when you're, you, you know what I'm talking about, when a dad's on the phone, right, and they get that clarification that your sons did it, or your son did wrong, they turn and they look at you, and they're like, oh, okay, oh, okay, and their eyes are nice and firm on you with the mad face, ooh, boy, that was it, game over, we got caught, that was it, we got whooped, we got whooped, guess what we had to do? We had to clean Miss Terry's car. <laughs> we had to clean it. Yes, indeed, we had to clean it. Dude, oh, my God. I mean, that's the kind of childhood that we, I mean, poor Miss Terry. Miss Terry, I'm sorry for doing that when I was a kid. Oh, my God, unbelievable. I think I think that was the worst one. But I don't think it can top the one scare that we had in the neighborhood that was including me. Um, but it wasn't really the brightest idea that we had. Um, so we had, it was just a neighborhood, regular neighborhood, but it was just me and my brothers, the neighbor across the street, my neighbor from across on the other side, uh, Christopher and his uh, cousin, Nick. And then, uh, across the street, of course, my, my dad's friend, Oscar, and then his kid Christian. So we would all hang out, play basketball and do travesuras. Well, one day Christ, one Christmas, Christopher, my neighbor next to me, got a trampoline. 
So, man, for you to get a trampoline like he was, man, he's got money. Um, so, of course, you're on Christmas break. You want to be outside playing with your new toys like any kid would. And I believe that year my dad had got us some scooters, some electrical scooters. So we we're, you know, playing with those scooters. But then we saw Christopher playing on his trampoline with his cousin Nick. So then he calls Chris. We go, you know, but dude, this is what I'm saying. I grew up different than everyone else. I was always outside. Um, so he's like, hey, man, y'all want to come jump on the trampoline? We're like, yeah, let's go get Chris. We go together as a group. Not even that far. Go to his house, knock on the door. Yes, kids. And, hey, can Chris come out and play? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So we go over there and we start jumping. Having fun. Well, Chris Defer <laughs> has the bright idea and he says, dude, at my other buddy's house, we were jumping from the roof to the trampoline, dude, and it was, it's like, it's a rush. Oh, okay. So now all of us move the trampoline a little closer to the roof. Okay. Closer to, not to the roof, to the house. So now we're jumping from the roof to the house. Now, Christopher's dad at the time was fixing up the cuartito in the back. Now, some of you are like, cuartito? It's the back shed. That's what us Mexicans call it, cuartito. Um, he's fixing it up, but he's putting brick. So he's got the pile of brick, like maybe like catty corner from where we're at. So about the first couple of jumps, mm, sas, 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 mm, malo, eh? it's going good. Well, <laughs> well, then it gets to where, I don't know how this happened. I, I get from the tip top of his roof. And his roof was is, is like one of them roofs that were like slanted. So I get at the very top and I run down. And as soon as I jump, like I said, I'm going to jump as hard as I can. That's the dumbest thing you can do. Because as soon as you come down on that trampoline, you're going to jump up high. And then you're going to spring forward. You're going to spring right off of it. So as soon as I jump off, as soon as I come down, boom, I twist my body. So now my back is, now my, my face is facing looking up right and i'm like yeah basking in the glory i'm thinking i'm gonna land and these guys are like yo man well as soon as i come down i land in all those bricks boom i mean hard knock everything over then uh, i get up and uh the guys are like you cool i'm like yeah man i'm cool dude let's do it again right when i'm about to do it again like i'm like man my head hurts Right when I grabbed my head, I had a big old, big old gash in my head. Huge, huge, seven-inch gash in the back of my head. And if you guys see me when I cut my hair during the summer and I buzz it, you'll be able to see it. It's pretty big. Um, It was a pretty big cut. And uh, I was, like, bleeding really bad. And then to begin with, um, if I'm not mistaken, this was when the Spurs had won the championship in 2003. So I was wearing a brand-new championship shirt. That championship shirt got ruined. Looked like ketchup all over that shirt. Um, I had to get, um, I think I believe like 13 staples in the back of my head. And I think that was like the biggest scare for everyone because now you had my neighbors panicking. And then you had my parents panicking and everyone's trying to figure out who did it. Did they push him off? Did they do that? And everyone's like, no, it wasn't me. We weren't even doing it. It was just him. Oh, my God. So um, that happened. And like I said, I mean, the, the the different stories from my from my abuelita's house to this house are totally different because it was like a different age point, a, a different, different age point. 
But I think the most funniest one is when um, growing up, of course, growing up, like I said, we, me and my brothers, my, my, the two younger ones, they, they're, they're real quiet. Like they're real to themselves. My brother, Josh, he's real quiet too. I'm the loud one out of us. If you can't already tell, but, um, <laughs> my, the two younger ones are very to themselves. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go out, bro. If you give them a pizza and you give them like three games for their Xbox or PS4 or whatever, they'll be in there all day, all night, all week long. And they're happy. You can ask them and they're happy. Just as long as you give them some snacks and all that stuff, they're good. Well, anyways, me and my brother Josh, when we grew up in that house, it was like the end of the street, right? And there was like a little cul-de-sac to turn around and there was like nothing but monte. Well, they knocked that monte down and uh, it was they were starting to build some, uh, they're called, uh, here in San Antonio, they're called Habitat for Humanity Homes. I didn't know that at the time. Well, they started to make these big old rock mounds. Right. So we had the bright idea and uh, we asked my dad for his tools. So we're like his tools. And he's like, what do you need? We're like, well, we need cutters. Cutters for what? And uh, they're in those fences or like barbed wire. Right. So we're like, oh, we need something for like metal. He's like, well, what are y'all going to cover? Like, oh, it's because something got caught to something. I can't even remember. And he's like, oh, OK, they're right here. Look, get those. Well, we went over there and we cut the wire, we cut that barbed wire enough for us to be able to walk in there and just go in there and just play on that rock mount. Well, it was me and my brother, Josh, and uh, my neighbor, Christian. And uh, we were riding our bikes on, like any kids, man, you get up on the top of the rock, uh, little mountain, you start coming down, boom. Well, we're kids, right? And we don't know that the cops are, are there watching that property because apparently there was, um, Something going on that they were trying to bust somebody going back there and stashing drugs and doing all kinds of stuff. It was crazy, man. But we didn't know that. So when we're on the bikes, we're wearing, it's it's during the winter time, so we're wearing black hoodies. So how does that look? That don't look good. So we're on the top of the mountain. When we come down, after about maybe like 30 minutes into it, we hear a cop siren. So we're kids, so we see the cop, we're like, oh no, we take off on the bike. And their cop is chasing us all back there through that back lot. I mean, the whole thing. There's dust everywhere. And he's there with the sirens going off and we're there running. My brothers ditched. They left their bikes there. <laughs> they took off running. I was driving my bike. <laughs> trying to go as fast as I could. Christian is paddling and he's going around the other way. And the cop is just following us. Well, then he sees us and he tells my parents, you know, you kids can't get me going back there because and we didn't know, man. I think that was the funniest thing because we're kids and if you were there, you would have started cracking up because we're, we look like, uh, you know, when you get home, you turn on the light and then all the roaches are like, what's soon? They take off running. That's the way we were, man. They're, we just took off like roaches and, uh, that cop was chasing us all back there and we're on bikes, bicycles, not motorcycles, bikes. And, uh, we're just, I mean, going all over the place. And this guy's just going, and we're not knowing why he's chasing us. But at the fact, then when we got there, he's like, it's because we're doing an investigation and whatever. We're like, oh, and they're like, and then your kids are wearing black hoodies. And then, I mean, me, man, I mean, I'm like 6'1". Yeah, right. I ain't no 6'1". I'm the shortest dude, man. I mean, my brothers are freaking tall. They're huge. Not huge, huge, but they're they're tall, right? I'm 5'6". Short Mexicano. 
chulo bro chulo toin chulo bro hermoso bro that's 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 god's grace bro anyways uh look so i don't know how this guy was like yeah he we're, we're, he's getting me mixed up i guess the guy they were looking for was short because dude i mean how are you gonna confuse a kid with a guy that is i don't know i, I really don't know man I, that that <laughs> it's one of those man but um i had a really good childhood growing up i really can't complain i grew up just like i grew up like a kid and i wish kids can grow up the way i grew up where you know technology wasn't just overtaking their minds and um i mean i didn't have no no nintendo ds no phone or nothing no 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 and you and you know what's funny is that when we would get annoying to my parents andale vamos para afuera yo go play outside vamos now it's opposite now now your kids start to act up here here's my phone here here shut up already here here's my phone that's and then dude it's totally opposite i just wish that kids nowadays can experience what we experienced growing up what i experienced growing up and that's just just being fun bro i love being outside i really do love being outside and there's kids that i guess they're vampiros man they don't even like being outside as soon as you bring i don't want to be outside i want to go inside and play my nintendo ds bro i'm telling you right now if they were us when we were growing up puro cachetero bro Boom! Right in the face. Vas a jugar acá afuera. And you're going to be happy. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Stop crying or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you... I'm going to make you cry. Be quiet. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy how we grew up. It's, it's different times. And even the people before me, I think they had it even better than what I did. Because I see people... Man, everybody's different, right? But I had a very good and blessed childhood... I cannot complain about it. Very, very good childhood. And, uh, I mean, I can't complain about it. Um, but uh, it's like anything else, bro. I grew up very, very well. And speaking of which, um, you guys, it's so crazy. Betty White, RIP, 99 years old. Betty White was 99 years old. I think she was the oldest actress ever. And... Uh, I think she's more famous for the uh, Golden Girls, right? Go yeah, Golden Girls. Uh, my tia, she loves that show. She loves all that. And uh, that is just so crazy how she, a, a person, can live up to that, that age, you know? But in the Bible, there's people living, shh, I mean, más viejo que viejo, bro. They're living like viejo ceses. Crazy, man. So to see it, man, it, it's it's still unbelievable. And to think people are like, eee, so she didn't make it to 100. Bro, just be, man, she made it to 99. Who can say that? There's some people who can't even say they made it to 50. So, but that within itself, she was a pretty, she was a good actress. And I don't know if you guys have seen any of her stuff, but she's a really good actress. And she was one funny lady. And I think she became more funnier when she started getting older because I think she already had lived her life. And she was just like, meh, whatever. I take it as it comes, whatever, and uh, I think that's the most funniest, because she just lived it like that, and, and I think that's the way we should all be living, just like Betty White did, and believe me, I think it's not just Betty White, your abuelitos, abuelitas, they're the, those are the peoples that we should be living like, man, they, they live so simple, and they're so grateful and gracious for it, and that's one thing that I've learned from uh, my abuelito, and uh, my grandpa, 
both of them, my grandma too, my grandma Salinas, my abuelita, from all, from both my my sides of my grandparents, um, is just to be humble and be grateful for the little things that you got. I mean, bro, it can be something so simple, and bro, that's why I think Betty White was so uh, famous and so loved and so liked because she was a humble person and she just liked it. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever followed her, but I was a big, not a big fan of Betty White, but I was a fan of Betty White because I liked how funny she was. I liked that she. She just didn't care, and all her worries were just to make you laugh, and uh, I had heard on the radio the other day, you know, and on the news that, you know, before she had passed away, the the last thing she had mentioned was her husband's name, and I didn't even know that she was married, and unfortunately, her husband passed away in the early 50s or 60s, yeah, 50 or 60s, and he died from uh, stomach cancer, and uh, before she passed away, she said his name, Alan, and... Uh, that's so crazy, man. Did she, I, and I don't know if you've heard that theory, but when you're at your last moments, it's like you let everyone know, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like she can see him or not see him, but right. But like, OK, I'm going home already. Like, you know what I mean? Telling yourself, right. Telling yourself and OK, I'm going home. I'm going to I'm going to get to see you again. You know, and that's that's precious, man. And that's so nice, man. And, I, you know, I hope to do that with my wife, you know, and uh you know, I know sometimes, you know, I can get on my wife's nerves, you know, because I'm so travieso and I'm still a kid, you know, because they always ask my wife, how many kids, man? I have two, one adult. Where's the other one? He's right here. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's it's so that's so crazy. She lived up to 99 and I hope I live up to that age. And uh, yeah, man, I'm so sorry for her family. So I don't even know. I don't even know if she had kids or not, but um, that is so crazy. But other than that, I don't know if you've seen those the the this topic. Um, it was all over um, ABC News. So I don't know if you guys saw that these two kids rescued this dog from an uh, that was stuck in an avalanche. So I was like, "Whoa!" I'm a very big dog person. You can ask my wife and everyone around me. I love dogs. Love them. Love them to death. Um, so when I saw the story, I started reading it, right, Mando? Well, apparently they took out the kids with them show those snow, snow, away. Me está saliendo el mexicano, snow. Um, the little, those little snow shoes that they put, you know, the ones that look like tennis rackets. No sé cómo se llaman. Well, anyways, they started, they turned those things around and dug the dog out. That's the way they started the story and gave, woo, 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 hurrah. Well, yeah, I don't know if you've heard this story or not, but I started reading it and, uh, the dog was the one who caused the avalanche. So the dog was with his owner at the top of a mountain somewhere. So the dog was like any other dog. You know, he's over here. He's over there. And, vente pa' acá, Toto. Vente, vente, vente. Vente, vente. Nothing, right? Well, finally he saw him and he goes, hey, get over here. Well, he barked. And when he tried jumping a certain way, well, he jumped. Well, he triggered the avalanche. So when he triggered the avalanche, the dog slid all the way down to the bottom, tried climbing up to the top, and that partial, the partial, the partial part of that avalanche caught him, and buried him. Crazy, buried him. So these kids were at the bottom, and they saw what was happening. They got scared. They saw that the dog was there, and they can hear him. So they they took off those uh, uh, snow those snow shoes. They took off the snow shoes, and they started digging him out. 
and the dog lived to bark another day. <laughs> Dude, this that's a that's a cool story. Like that's a cool story. But then, but then think about and then I was thinking about it like, especially me, man, especially me. I don't know if it's just me or or everyone thinks like that, but I'm just thinking right if. My perrito did that, or if my dog, if I had a dog and my dog did that, what do you think any Mexican would say at the moment? Because I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that dog, that the owner was like, "Oh no, Toto, somebody save him, somebody save him." If it was us, déjalo, déjalo por travesuras, eso es lo que te pasa, eso es lo que te pasa, bro. Why are we like that? And you know what? I think we're the only ones. And my wife laughs at me because I talk to dogs like they're humans. But like, hey, buddy, ¿cómo está? Where are you at, buddy? You lost? You? I think we're the only ones who do that. And I think we're the only ones who give them human names. Because, I mean, I don't mean to knock on anyone, right? But I have a white friend, right? And um, I'm not going to name his name. But he's got a dog, right? He's got a French bulldog, right? And he calls him Meaty. That's a pretty, I mean, Meaty, right? Oh, he's, he's Meaty. Okay. Us Mexicans, you know, you go to the house and like, oh, look at your dog. What's your dog's name? Um, her dog, uh, her name is Isabella Maria. Excuse me. Yes, her name is Isabella Maria. That's her name. Um, okay. Oh, what, what's your other dog's name? Um, his name is Alejandro Pedro Perez. Acanejo. Wow. Full fledged names we give these dogs. Unbelievable. So crazy that we do that. Okay, everybody, I'm back. I'm so sorry about that. I had to cut that last part a little bit short. My daughter, I don't know if you can hear in the little snippet she was calling out to me. And I'm so sorry about that. She knows not to do that. And apparently it was so important that I had to stop it. She needed baby Yoda. I don't know. If you're a dad, you know, you understand. Um, She's a daddy's girl. So if I didn't go to her immediately, you know, hell's gates were going to open already. (laughs) But uh, anyways, man, uh, we we do do that as Mexicans. We do call uh, dogs certain names, human names. And I found that very funny and confusing because there was a time and place where I went to a buddy's house over for dinner and uh, his mom was yelling, yelling at the top of her lungs. Now I don't remember the name, but I'm just going to add a name. And she was just like, Isabela, Isabela, cuando yo te hablo, tú vienes, tú corres, tú no caminas, ándale, apúrate. And I'm like, bro, your sister is going to get spanked, dude. Not spanked, but she's she's not going to live, dude. They're going to kill her. Your mom's going to kill her. He goes, Man, bro, I don't have no sister, bro. What are you talking about? I'm like, for real? I go, so who's your... He goes, no, bro, she's calling the dog. And I'm like, really? Well, eventually the dog comes and, of course, everyone's like that. Cuando yo te estoy hablando, Isabela, tú vienes, tú no caminas, tú corres. I'm like, the dog walks too. I mean, how? what did you need? ¿Quieres un, quieres un pasito de jamón? Unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, we do that. And, and I love this story so much uh, about the dog. And I'm so glad that these two young boys were able to save the dog. And the dog can live to bark another day. <laughs> uh, and that's just me, I guess, because I love dogs so much. And if you love dogs, you'll probably appreciate it. Um, but yeah, and uh, guys, I thank you guys so much again for tuning in, taking the time out of your day to listen to me. And uh, thank you guys so much. Again, guys, follow me on Instagram, Gilbert underscore the local. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to hear on this podcast or something you want to hear more of. I will put you on my story, give you a shout out on the actual podcast as well. And guys, also to do me a favor, when you guys are listening to the podcast, you know, 
I don't know if, if you can do it through the Apple Podcast, but I know on Spotify you can. You can share it to your Instagram story. Share it on your Instagram story. Tag me, and I will repost it on my page. And just to get the people going, it's just people can get involved. And I just want to have everybody involved in my podcast so everyone can listen in and be very excited to hear what's going to be next. And speaking of what's going to come up next, uh, guys, in the next month in February, I am hoping to have a special guest. And, um, of course, next month is February Um which is the month of El Amor and uh, Valentine's Day. So I am, just to put it out there, I'm trying right now, so hard right now, to get everything prepared and get it ready. And, uh, you know, you guys are going to find out who it is. And uh, it's very somebody close to me. And it's, of course, I'm going to get people left and right here and there, but um, somebody very close to me. And it is uh, my concuño, if you don't know who that is, my wife's sister's husband. And uh, I'm just trying to do my best. And you're like, your wife's sister's husband? What's so intriguing about him? you'll find out this guy is just like me he's crazy he's loud um and just guys i'm just so ready uh, hopefully i can get everything prepared and get everything ready and situated if not you guys will know i'm not gonna just lie to you i'll just be full on blunt and just let you know but guys thank you guys so much again for tuning in taking the time to listen in follow me and guys please guys give me a review on the podcast i know it's barely the second one but give me a review i mean do something for me man nah. Uh, but I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys on the very next episode. Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. And I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. If you can learn to work and play.